y'all. Jesse from See You Next Tuesday here. Amanda, hi. Hey, we want to come on here and say happy pride to everybody in the community and all the allies. We see you, we love you, and we just fully support you in everything that you're doing. Fully be yourself and don't let anybody else tell you any different. And we just want to celebrate you and your month. And we actually celebrate you 365. Preach. So snaps to you. Hope you have a wonderful Pride Month. And we'll see you next Tuesday. And we love you. We love you. Bye. Hey, y'all. We're going to be at the True Crime Podcast Festival this year on August 25th through 27th, 2023 in Austin, Texas. Come join us and get 15% off your ticket with our promo code C. That's C-E-E at the checkout. Thank you all so much for listening to us. And we will see you there. Oh, no next Tuesday? Not this time? This is the See You Next Tuesday podcast. We have dirty words and shit potholes throughout the entire episode. Our name literally spells cunt. How could you not know what was coming? Thanks for listening. You you go, we did that two weeks ago, and then I'll pick a new one. Welcome to another episode of See You Next Tuesday Podcast. I'm Jesse. Welcome to the shit show. I'm Amanda. <laughs> we just never know from day to day, right? No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what episode to do because I got like a couple written. I'm fighting with my husband by text. Hey, I'm like, have I done this episode? But I can't tell you what episode it is because it's a secret. Yes. And you're like, well, is it this or that? I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> Let's just let's figure it out together with all as our a, friends as a family. Let's figure it out with our friends <laughs> on while we're recording because oh, that's what we do. Absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't we? Because here's the thing: sometimes you listen to like you watch TV or you listen to podcasts or you're on social media, the devil, and you're like, everyone has their lives together. I feel like you listen to us and you go. I'm going to be a-okay. Oh, 100%. Like, I hope so. I hope y'all feel like, oh, okay. This this crazy is totally normal. Yes. It is. It is. Yes. Nobody has their shit together. And if they're telling you that, they're full of shit. My favorite, one of my favorite memes is that one where it says, people aren't what they post to be. Ooh, I like that. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. So I thought of something the other day. When we hurt, we revert. In other words, like we revert to our childhood selves or whatever, and we turn into like these mm-hmm. little petulant children when we're hurt. Yeah. And I mean, because again, yeah, we've all fought with significant others and we've done that stupid shit to each other, right? Yep. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of social media is that way now. A lot of political shit is that way now. It's literally like, well, then fuck you. Well, then fuck you. And it's like, what? Well, I'm going <laughs> to take are... my ball and go home if you're not going to agree with me. It's like, can't. Aren't you guys supposed to be, like, not children? Like, mm-hmm. isn't that... I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's... Mm, yeah. What do I know, right? I mean, we don't know anything. No. I do want to talk about something. Please. I went down a rabbit hole the other day. Well, another one? Which one? What kind? This is a, a rabbit hole about our girl, Brittany. Oh, yeah, honey. I don't think the girl on her Instagram is her. What? 
What do you mean? I don't think that's the real Britney. You think it's like a, an actor? I, why, why do you say that? I don't know who it is, but I don't think it's her. Okay, why do you say that? Okay, I'm going to show you. Because it looks damn like her. I mean, the, the, the one that I know, at least. The, the Brit. The Brit Brit I know. Let me find... Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like what sucks is she does need um, and is hopefully getting mental help because, I mean, when you're in that situation for 13 years, nobody's going to be 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, who among us would be like, yeah, my mental health is totally fine now. Like, right? (laughs) So I'm hoping that she's getting the help that she wants now, the therapist she wants to talk to versus all the fucking people they had her talking to. It's all about her teeth. Look at her teeth. Okay. Because she has caps. Because every star back in the day used to get caps and probably still does. Look at her teeth here. Zoom in and look at her teeth here. Okay. It's not the same person. I think maybe she had her caps removed. Or, I mean, any number of things could have happened. They could have moved and her teeth could have... I mean, teeth move. I don't... It's her. It's her. I don't think... I don't think it's the same person. Her cheeks are different. It's... Like, why wouldn't it be her? You think she just, like, fucked right off and, like, has this person in her place? You know, like, so she can live a secret life. You know what I mean? Like, her own life now? Or something happened to her. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a wild conspiracy. Because her husband, her husband entered her life during the conservatorship. Yes, he did. Yeah. So, what 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 are you implying? Why should we trust him? Well, no, I've never trusted him at all. So, I... And here's why, because she's been used so much that abusers can smell that and they like glom. You so know what I mean? also, why, why was he the only person allowed in her life during the conservatorship? I'm just saying, I don't think it's the same person. So you think she's still being controlled somehow? Mm-hmm. We need to ask our squad. So squad, and you'll know who you are. Help us with this. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What are your thoughts? I even tried to find another podcast about this because I listened to a podcast about the whole Avril Lavigne conspiracy. That fucking shit's real. That one I believe. Why is that real and this not real? Because she fucking totally changed scripts into like pop punk princess from like Canadian punker. You know what I mean? Or she just realized, oh, I can make more money as a pop punk princess. I mean, i.e. Taylor Swift. So I tried to find... A fucking podcast about it and there's not one no how come nobody now lots of people make comments about this on her instagram really but nobody's done a podcast episode on it hmm i don't know i don't know i i don't i don't see it i'll be honest with you i don't see it i think that any number of things could happen. I mean, her face all, is still the same. If so, the person looks exactly like her from her tattoos to her body shape to everything, which can happen. Her body shape, that's just working out. Tattoos, you can look at old pictures and recreate those tattoos. Fair, but face shape, dude, many people have tried to look like celebrities through plastic surgery and it is the face hard. isn't exact. Well, no, because your face changes as you get older, too. I mean, it does. It widens, it narrows, it does all these weird fucking things. I'm just saying, I don't think it's the same person. And also, all those 
videos she posts, they're all green screens. What? No, she's standing on her little balcony there in her home. She's always dancing in her little balcony home thing. Even pre-conservatorship, she was always dancing in that little same place. No, if you look at some of these, it's green screen. What? Yep. Girl, don't you flat earth me right now. Don't you be a flat earther on this shit. Come on now. I'm just saying, you go down the rabbit hole. Hey, that's okay. You know what? I'm gonna let you have this. And here's why. Because you let me have the aliens. So I'm gonna let you have this. I'm just saying. It's cool. We're cool. I'm just saying. We're simpatico. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you, that you, when Eisenhower you signed Admiral. the treaty in 1952 You with believe the Admiral, but you won't believe this? And also, also, there's an... Back in a long time ago, when she was on tour, there was, there's one podcast that discusses it, but they don't discuss it current. They go way back to when she hurt her knee on tour and had to have surgery. Mm -hmm. While she was having quote unquote surgery, she quote unquote did a new album and had a new song, Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. She somehow got to this radio station by herself, just her, and I think maybe one security guard, not quite sure, and nobody knew she was there. This is the height of her fame when paparazzi were followed her everywhere. Yeah. Dude, and they even me. commented, how did you get here? Like, seriously, dude. Like, yeah, because you were in surgery and all this kind of shit. And... Well, how did you get here without nobody knowing you're here? Oh, well, yeah. And so she, they played this song. It is the only place you could ever hear this song. And it's about her being cloned. Okay. You think she was cloned? No, I don't think she was cloned. Okay, I was like, girl, we're about to have a different conversation right now. No, I don't think she was cloned. (laughs) Okay. No, no, no. I don't think she was cloned. But I think that (laughs) it's a little weird that... It's like an Avril Lavigne type situation of somebody that looks like her now being her. But but to what end? She's out of the conservatorship. To what end? Like what? Qui bono? Who, who benefits here? Like why would she not want to be on social media when that was her one, that is her one outlet? You know what I mean? If she's still alive. Why would she be dead? What the fuck? How do we know something didn't happen to her while she's under her conservatorship? How do we know she didn't know D at some point? Well, I don't, I mean, we don't, but the other thing is, is like, I mean, she clearly was talking to that judge. Remember whenever she finally was like, look, I went out of this conservatorship. Here's what's going on. How do we know that was her? Sure. Shit sounded like her, like her voice. Everything sounds like her. So I'm just saying, no, Hey, fair. You're allowed to have whatever conspiracy theory you want to play. I think there's a Loch Ness monster. I do think the I mean, Yetis and uh, I'm Sasquatch not a big exist. conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's Britney Spears on social media. All right. You heard it here first, y'all. But I do know. I do know if we get an email about this, because there are no, literally, there are no podcasts about this, which I find weird. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that think this. That's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of people that think like... A lot of people have body doubles. Now, I will say this. I do think celebrities sometimes use body doubles to, like, go to clubs for them. Oh, You know what I mean? To, like, keep up the appearance. Of course. I do think that there's a lot of celebrities that use, like, 
lookalikes to like get out of their house. Like they send the lookalike out first to have the paparazzi follow them so they can then leave and not be bothered. Oh, 100%. I think that's that's a fact. They've admitted it. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do have something to talk about. Do you mind if I... Did you get that email? Did you see the email we got on our website? From our website about sexual assault? Yes. Do you mind if I give a little shout out? No, I don't mind. I was going to say yes, but the answer is no, I don't mind. Yes, go ahead. Okay, got it. So an incredibly helpful person. I'm going to name, I'm just going to say your first name, Claire. Thank you so much for sending this in to us. Gave us another resource for anybody dealing with sexual assault. And there's literally like, subcategories which sexual assault in the workplace which as we all know is super Mm -hmm. fun yeah helping survivors.org slash workplace dash sexual dash assault and just the helping survivors.org it's providing resources and help for those in that are in need i just wanted to shout that out because we definitely it's it was a close place to our hearts and we feel like if this is the only place that you can get this news from because it's the only safe place for you to get this news mm-hmm. from. Please use that resource. There's plenty of other God, so many places you can go. There's like tons of links on our web. Oh God, on all our blogs, websites, national domestic violence hotline is another one that you can, can look up. Netflix has one website that you can actually go to. So go to the bottom of Netflix and there at the bottom is like a weird link that you may not have noticed before. And that is for abuse and sexual assault. There's a lot of different places that you can go to find help in, in a discreet manner so people can't know what you're doing if you understand what we're trying to say. So just wanted to shout that out. Thank you, Claire, for submitting that because we, we do care a lot about people getting the help they need and Absolutely. getting out of those situations if they can it's the most dangerous time to be in that situation it's the most concerning time but it's also the most crucial time to be able to start your new life so we definitely want to provide that also like we even need to say it but i do feel like it's it's time let's say it again trans women and men are men and women and they're humans and they deserve to be treated as such exactly right period I mean, I don't have anything to say about after that because that's all there needs to be said. Hmm. Drag queens are queens and you just wish. Hmm. You wish. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's all that is, just jealousy. Honestly, I think, I think Ted Cruz wish he'd look that good in heels. I hmm. mean, Ted Cruz wish he looked that good as a man. Oh, shit, damn! Shot day! Shots fired. I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Hmm. I just, I just, it makes me angry Mm. when we hate people for not having a legitimate reason to hate people. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Hate people because they're an asshole. Oh, for sure. Don't hate people because of race, religion, sexual orientation, gender. Are there more? I mean, we could keep going. I mean, legitimate. Like, people hate people now for the stupidest shit. The color shirt they're wearing. Don't hate people for those reasons. Hate people because they're a bad human being. And they're not a bad human being because of their sexual orientation, because their sexual identification. That's not what makes them a bad human being. They're a bad human being because they drown puppies. They're a bad human being because they 
key someone's car. They're a bad human being because they beat children. They're a bad human being because they don't put the shopping cart in the cart corral. They're a bad yeah. human being because yeah. they don't tip <laughs> servers. That's why you hate people. <laughs> if you're going to hate people, just realize that there are people out there that legitimately are just bad, bad people. Yeah. And that's different than people just trying to live their lives. And even that, people make fucking mistakes, man. People go through shit that I believe deserve a second chance, and in this country, you don't get it. You no. just don't. I mean, Once you have all, a record, you're fucked. We've all done things that we're ashamed that we have done. Oh, yeah. And wished we hadn't done. But at the time, we were backed into a corner and didn't have a choice but to do. Correct. Whether you got caught doing them or not is neither here nor there. You still did it. It doesn't make you a bad human being. Nope. Because you may have rectified the situation and made amends for them murder is not one of those things yeah it's there's a big difference between a john wayne gacy who legitimately did terrible 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 things a mother of four who stole a loaf of bread pretty much to feed them yeah or a corporation that stole a billion and whatever profits and someone who stole nine hundred dollars from said corporation's chain and gets prosecuted to the nth degree while the corporation who stole billions and billions and billions gets nothing. So, so maybe if you're one of those people that goes inside the grocery store and you're behind that single mom of four and you happen to notice that she can't afford her groceries and she is choosing things to put back while her kids watch on, maybe you should be the person that pays for the things that she's putting back. Yeah, just be discreet and be like, I got you. Don't worry about it. We and got you. don't do it because you, for optics, do it because in your heart you think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, definitely. We all have choices in this life. We don't always make the best ones. We're humans. We're all going to be bumping up into against each other all the time. We're not going to like everybody we bump into. We're not going to like, we're not going to hate everybody we bump into either. I feel like if we can just start to be a little kinder to each other, it will start to change things slowly but it will start to change things. I think that's the point is like just all this hate for no damn reason. It's like, guys, there's enough problems in the world. We don't need more. Like, we don't need I this. don't understand why you we don't hate someone just because they're transgender or they're yeah. gay or yeah. they're like, why do you care? I, what, how does that affect your you life? You know what? I don't want to know what goes on in your bedroom. So I don't care. I don't understand why you care what goes on in theirs. Like, and where they go pee. Like, legitimately, like, I do not give a shit, My literally, point has always been, where, they where do you think they've been going to the bathroom this entire time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you never even noticed. Exactly right. And also, you'd be surprised who's trans, man or woman now. You'd never know. Exactly People like, right. oh, no. Mm, exactly yeah. right. It upsets so. me greatly. And <laughs> this story is going to upset me a little less. Than that conversation, to <laughs> be completely honest. <laughs> and that says something. something. We love you. We support you. We see you. We hear you. And please just know, things will get better if we all can start to move forward in kindness. That's, we just got to start making those steps. Yeah. It, it, it upsets me. Yeah. It makes me rage. Mm, me too. And I don't want to rage today. No. I'm already raging. <laughs> For other reasons. <laughs> For other reasons. <laughs> I sent my pod hubby the middle finger emoji four times in a row. 
Good times. Mm-hmm. So y'all are having like a domestic right now a via l- text. A little bit. Fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so identical twins Allison and Anne Dabdow were born in Ithaca, New York in 1978. Tragically, their mom passed away when they were just five years old. They found their mom on the kitchen floor, um, dead of a heart aneurysm. Oh, oh, how? Oh my God. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, what the hell? No, a new thing to worry about. Great. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Amanda. I should have worried about that yesterday when my Shit. heart was racing. <laughs> and you're like, heart <laughs> aneurysm. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, great. Sorry. Oh, I'm God. Dying. I'm dying. According to the mom of a mom of one of their friends, this was a traumatic event for the twins and traumatized them for life. I mean, of course it did. It would traumatize anyone. Absolutely. So growing up, Allison and Anne did everything together and had an amazing bond. But despite that bond, they fought like cats and dogs. Sisters. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean, sisters they do. Home. Hello. They would even admit it, but they would say they could make up in a heartbeat and would be the best of friends again. Yeah. I Sibling mean, shit. Yeah. As teenagers, they were lifeguards, cheerleaders, and worked as camp counselors at Point O'Pine Sleepaway Camp in upstate New York. Oh my God. That is a serial killer camp if I've ever heard one. Like, I'm just waiting for Jason to roll in. I know. I think that was the name of the Jason camp. Oh God. Sleepaway camp? If you add sleepaway camp to the end of any camp, it's it's going to turn into a Jason moment. Point like, O'Pines. Point O'Pines. Jesus. I mean, yeah. Wow. And they would make sure they would get placed in the same bunk at Point O'Pines. I mean, they were the besties. So for college, they moved to Florida where their father, who was a prison doctor. Oh my God, to be a prison doctor. The shit he must have seen. I mean. The amount of shivs and shanks and all the weird ass shit. I mean. God dang. He was living the dream. I mean, literally my dream. Yeah, you want to see that shit. Yes. So you actually, when you Google some of these murders, do you like look up the crime scenes? No, I don't. Okay. Because see, that would be like it. That would be what he would see is like all the nasty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's where I draw the line to. I'm like, no. Okay. So they went to Florida with their father and Amy, their older sister lived. And while in Florida, the twins opened their first yoga studio. Okay. Wait, hold on. This is in the nineties. Cause 78. 80s, they'd be in like mm, the 10s. I'm about to tell you what year if you let me finish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my God. (laughs) Their first yoga studio, Twin Power Yoga in Palm Beach Gardens in 2008. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. So 2008, I'm just put, I'm placing myself in the time. Everybody out there is only eight years old, granted. But because we have nothing but Gen Z listening to us. Na- I mean, naturally. I know. Yeah. That was an interesting time. God, that was a weird time, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, first of all, twin power yoga. I would have gone. That'd have been fun. I hate yoga. It's the worst. What? I really do. So their classes were so popular. They opened a second studio in West Palm Beach three years later in 2011. Called the Twin Twin <laughs> Core power yoga. The twin twin core power. Twin power yoga 2.0. Lisa, good for them. Honestly, like, get it, girl. Yoga does not pay. Okay, because I looked into being a yoga instructor. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to do something bendy. And you get paid like 20K a year. I was like, fuck that. 
absolutely not. No, don't get me wrong. For all you yoga yogis out there, hell yeah, get it, get it. You got to be passionate about it. Is what I'm saying. But to, own, to make money, you have to own a studio, obviously. But hey, get it. 2008. That was when shit got real. Oh yeah, that was the crash and all that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So for them to be opening up two studios, that's they're doing good. I yeah. can hear my dog barking. We're gonna have freaking animal control show up here in a little bit. Tell him that I riled him up because I just love his sweet face. No, I don't answer the door when that happens. <laughs> so Lisa Singer was a regular at the studio and she became friends with the Power Twins and said the studio was the best yoga studio and that's where all the rich Palm Beach ladies went. Okay. So they were, you know, they were charging female oh. prices. Oh, they were doing the whole like back in the day it was like 25 a sesh. Yes. Which was like, oh my God, kind of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So according to Lisa, Allison was the more vocal twin and the studio manager said she was a little more outgoing. So Allison was like the look at me, look at me twin and Anne was probably the more focused, more like into the actual business side, the face and then the business. Yes. Yeah. So the power twins were not just preaching a healthy lifestyle. They were living it as well. They would wake up with the sun to practice yoga. They meditated and basically they wouldn't drink. Honestly, this sounds like they're living the fucking dream, dude. They're living by the beach. They're getting rich ass clients, which absolutely that's what you want. You want rich ass clients. They're pain in the ass, but they pay. And then you're like doing yoga all goddamn day. Like it's not, it's not stressful. It's not a stressful life. You're around incense and fucking like crystals yeah, and shit. Yeah, until the rich bitches start fucking complaining. Unless them problem. So this was all on the outside. Uh-oh. The studio manager said that one of the twins, and I don't know which one, admitted that they didn't speak to each other for four years before they moved to West Palm Beach. <laughs> nice. And... They were private, and it wasn't something they really wanted to talk about was their four years of separation. Yeah. I mean, because twin power yoga, if people knew that they were on the outs. Right. It's not a good look. You got to keep up appearances for the name of your business. And it makes sense. I mean, again, this is common. It happens. I mean, even just business partners sometimes have to keep up appearances. So according to another source, their sobriety was an on and off situation and not constant. And when they drank, it was bad. Uh Uh-oh. So bad, in fact, that both Allison and Anne had a collection of DUIs and other alcohol-related arrests spread across the country. A collection? Uh That's not good. In Florida, Allison had an arrest for defrauding an innkeeper. (laughs) That's so funny that it's still called an innkeeper. I know. Okay. And Anne for disorderly intoxication, battery, and resisting arrest. Damn. Oh, she got belligerent. And you know that those, like, cop cams would have been just fucking gold in the back seat. She's probably like, hey, fucking arrested. Let me out of the car. Let me me out. Yeah, she's one of those, for sure. So, Frederico Bailey, who was Anne's boyfriend, said that when the Power Twins drank, their personalities changed completely. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Sis, y'all need to be sober. So, Shelly Slapkin was a yoga instructor at the Power Power Twins studio, and she spent 200 hours training with the twins to become a yoga instructor, 
And she remembers a time when the twins came into one of her classes wearing street clothes, changed her music, and started adjusting all the students' poses. If you take yoga, you should know that this is something that should never happen. No, the street clothes alone. That's yeah. weird. So now, I, adjusting poses does happen by the instructor of the class. Yeah. But that whole other, that's yeah. weird. And I really only know this because my research told me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yoga's the devil and I hate it. Why do you hate yoga? Do you just hate bending? Yes. (laughs) So. That's funny. Shelly says that this behavior was alcohol induced. That makes sense. So this is like the type of shit they would do when they drank. Yeah. They just get a little too. Yeah. Aggressive is what it sounds like. So that being said, Shelly also said the twins were wonderful souls and that sometimes money can go to your head. See, the very affluent on Palm Beach Island, next to the not-so-affluent in West Palm Beach where the twins lived, I guess it's easy to get wrapped up in wanting to live like the people on the island. Which, if I'm thinking of the island correctly, it's fucking nice like it is mansions with gorgeous pools and fucking wives that have been plastic surgery to goddamn death and like rich fucks and then you go across this little road over to the mainland and it's regular people yeah (laughs) so So, yeah it's understandable why you look across and you're like oh my god i can totally want to live that lifestyle yes who wouldn't and then you go back home and you're like ah Allison and Anne were like twin Barbies. They lived together in a bougie high-rise that was over the bridge from the uber-exclusive Palm Beach Islands. They had matching white Porsche convertibles. Oh, my God. One of their vanity plates read TWN Yoga. Oh, my God. Vanity plates? Matching white dogs. Okay. Matching fake tits. They shopped like crazy and partied at the hot spot. It's B-U-C-C-A-N. Buchan. Whatever. Dude. Whatever that I is. need a movie made about this immediately. I immediately need a movie. I want Margot Robbie playing both parts. It needs to happen immediately. Like, seriously, now I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I only wish this were like the 90s Versace era. Oh, well, you're really going to be for it now. Oh, God. One of the alleged... Allegedly. Allegedly. One of the twins, I don't know which one, was dating Bikram Chowderai. Oh, Bikram. Oh, shit. Uh Uh-huh. The founder of Hot Yoga. Bikram Yoga. In secret. But you know how rumors are. So maybe she was. Maybe they both were. Maybe no one was. I don't know. That guy. We could do an episode on him. Allegedly, one of them was dating him in secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So, Allison and Ian didn't just want to fit in they wanted to be rich and famous so according to their spiritual advisor <laughs> leslie mcmichael naturally mm-hmm. you know everyone's like, like spiritual advisor the life coach the uh mm-hmm. the witch that cleanses you you have also the what you, the tarot reader uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta have so that. guess where they met their spiritual advisor in class at the kabbalah center oh naturally yeah yeah because uh, kabbalah was very big back then mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. madonna and all that shit They were approached, so according to their spiritual advisor, they were approached by a producer to help them get on a reality show. But not just be on an already established reality show, but to create and land their 
own reality show. Honestly, it makes total sense. I've seen reality shows based off of less. Yeah, I could see that happening. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So let me tell you the premise. I'm in. So the show would be centered around Allison and Anne picking seven yoga students to live in a beach house and partake in a 27 detox program. Okay. Palm Beach yoga teachers, including the Mormon, the Womanizer, and the Barbie, would assist the twins as they grew their multi-million dollar yoga business and search for love. According to the pitch, their spiritual bank account is overflowing. I'm in. I watched the fuck out of that. You'd watch this. Don't lie. I, I would fucking, I would watch this shit. <laughs> the Mormon would be the best part because, you know, she'd be like, not doing anything. And she'd be like, in a skirt. Oh, oh yeah. I'd be like, oh, you, you're having coffee today? You sure you need that? And they're drunk as shit. Like, yeah, that's, you know what I mean now? It's like an iced coffee. Remember when like, that was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, I love me an iced coffee. I do too. I'm just saying like, it was a, let's just put it this way. Back in that era, it was Britney, Paris, and Lindsay, all with iced coffees, tiny short skirts, all going out clubbing on like Mondays and Tuesdays. And we'd all wake up on Wednesday to People Magazine with like a splash all over the, remember this? Yes. Also, Lindsay's having a baby. Yeah. That's happening. Shouldn't be. So allegedly, per Leslie, this was the downfall for them because the producers pushed them into renting a more expensive space for their new studio, the one in West Palm Beach in 2011. And when the show didn't come to fruition, they couldn't afford it. Yeah. So while their spiritual bank account was overflowing, their monetary bank account was all dried up and the twins couldn't account the, couldn't afford the expensive ass rent. And in 2013, they closed down their Palm Beach Garden studio. The following year in 2014, they abruptly closed their West Palm Beach studio and fled Florida. When they closed their studios, they left without paying their employees and ripping off their customers who had already paid for their memberships. Oh, not good. Not good. So when they fled Florida, fled Florida, (laughs) they settled down in Park City, Utah. Whoa. Wow. That's a hell of a fucking, like that is a curve, a learning curve. Well, you know, Park City is a rich, bougie area. It's rich. It, it is still Mormon country, but I mean, that is not like Florida at all. So they opened a new Twin Power Studio location. And sometime after May 2014, Allison and Anne started going by Alexandria and Anastasia Duval. Jesus Christ. Allison was Alexandria and Anne was Anastasia. Anastasia. Allegedly, they changed their names in order to write a book. I guess they didn't realize you can just write a book under a pen name without actually changing your name. Bitch, they thought you'd have to really change your name. Oh my god. Oh, amazing. Oh my god. Another yoga studio, another yoga studio owner, Trudy Sanban Matusu commented that Park City is a small town. And once people started Googling the twins and people saw that what happened in Florida, nobody wanted anything to do with them and everyone stayed away from them. Could this really be the reason why they changed their names? Yeah, more likely, yeah. Alexandra and Anastasia only lived in Utah for two years. 
And like with all the other places, the dynamic duo's criminal record grew with fun crimes like DUI, fleeing the scene of an accident, public intoxication, disorderly conduct, and assault on a police officer. Awesome. Mm-hmm. In January 2014, they were kicked out of a restaurant for being too drunk, and when the police arrived, A-squared had driven their car into a ditch and were yelling and pulling each other's hair. Four months after this incident, Alexandria was arrested for DUI and Anastasia was arrested for interfering with the police and disorderly conduct. The I'm police sorry. report said that when the officer tried to get the car keys away from Anastasia, she became belligerent and threatening to throw a water bottle on me. While being transported to jail, Anastasia threatened to kill the officer. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. They're getting away with a lot of shit. That nowadays you'd get to put in jail for one one of those things. Just mm-hmm. one of those things. Are they white? These white bitches. Mm-hmm. There you go. So in October 2015, I really think that was January 2015. I think I wrote the wrong year. Sorry. In October 2015, this is how we do it over here at See You Next Tuesday podcast. We're a little loosey-goosey with the dates. We promise we research. It's just sometimes autocorrect and all that shit happens. And Yeah. So October 2015, the police were called to the Twins Park City, Utah home for a domestic violence incident because they were fighting again. Dude. You know, they love each other and they make up in a heartbeat, everyone. They're best of friends. They need to be separated. Then in November, they were accused of stealing $850 from Jennifer Cutler, a woman the Twins met at church. Wait, what? Yeah, they went to church and stole $850 from Yo. a church member. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Park City, Utah studio was struggling. And in November 2014, Alexandria filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. And Anastasia did the same thing five weeks later. According to records, they reported they had $150,000 in debt each. I mean, I could see that. Well, yeah. Absolutely. A minimum, probably, at this point. They had Porsches and... Oh, my God. And then all... Matching dogs. (laughs) What kind of dogs? I'm I'm assuming Pomeranians, but I don't know. I don't know. They were purse dogs, for sure. Oh, my God, yeah. But here's the thing. The other thing is, like, all those, like, crimes that they get... Those cost money. Oh, yeah. They... So... Yeah, they had to pay the lawyers and all the things. All the fines. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming at least, yeah. So, the Barbie twins fled Park City for... California. Hawaii. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Hawaiians. Ugh. I mean, I'm not the mainlanders are the worst. I would ditch Park City for Hawaii. Well, yeah, but I mean, also, like, unfortunately, they got, like, the worst. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I mean, here's the worst of us. I personally would have never gone to Park City. I'm going on straight to Hawaii, but that's sure. just me. Yeah. Hawaii is paradise and nothing can, bad can happen there, right? Yeah, of course. Well, wrong. Yeah. Things just seem to get worse. Fun. I love it. So December 2015, Anastasia showed up at a homeless shelter in Maui saying she had been robbed. According to Hawaiians, I know you're out there and I love you and I'm going to come visit you, but I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's a lot of vowels. Holly, K-A-H-I-L-I, Kahali Maniz a shelter volunteer, 
At first, Anastasia gave a false name and claimed she had no ID, no money, not an enchilada. She wanted the shelter to give her cash, but shelters don't hand out money. No. So, and they kind of knew she was lying anyways, so yeah. they were like, mm. Dude, we've seen it all. We've literally, they've seen it yeah. all, guys. So they were like, Come on. no, bitch. No. Not only was she lying, she wasn't homeless at all. She was the exact opposite of homeless. She was staying at the Weston Maui Resort and Spa with Alexandria. And I don't know about y'all, but that is the Weston? Yeah, so I I hit up the Google machine, and the lowest rate, if you are a Marriott Bonvoy member, is 800, not 800, sorry, $487 a night. I would believe you with 800. If you are not a Marriott Bonvoy member, it's $659 a night. And that's the lowest. Super affordable. Totally doable. (laughs) So, yeah. Anastasia, get the fuck out of here, bitch. And going to a homeless shelter and, like, asking them for money. Also, like, let's just say they did give out money. Let's just pretend that they did. You're taking money. They were like, here's $5. Get yourself a kid's meal at McDonald's. You are taking money out of real homeless people's mouths. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck, lady? Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah, she's fucking bad That's shit. bad. So on Christmas, the time of love and family, both sisters were cited for disorderly conduct and warrants were issued for their arrest when they decided they didn't need to appear for court. Y'all, always go to court. Seriously. That's, don't skip a court date. Never do that. Never skip a court date. Here's two things you need to learn from us. Murder's never the answer and always go to court. Yeah, you're... Yes. Yes. Oh, May 2016, Alexandria and Anastasia, they had found boyfriends and were living with their respective boyfriends, Lonnie Dickerson and said Frederico Bailey in in a Maori rental. Just the four of them living in paradise. Sounds nice. Honestly, I'm surprised there weren't more boys up to this point that they... Used in abuse. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I mean, there like... could have been. They just didn't come up in my research. But can you imagine living with your boyfriend and your twin and her boyfriend? Yeah. It's kind of fucking weird to me. Yeah, no, I would know. I, I, mm, I, I don't like it. I mean, it'd be different if it's like rent is really high. We got to live together in two separate rooms, same apart. That's totally different. Than well, they didn't all they stay in doing. the same room. They didn't all stay in the same room. Oh, they were in different places in the West End or whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. This This was was a rental house. Oh, rental house. Yeah. They were renting a house. Okay. I mean, I get... I just... That's just weird to me. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. I I don't know why it's weird. Maybe because I know what happens. I don't know. (laughs) So May 29th, 2016, Anastasia and Frederico were supposed to go on a couple's camping trip for the long Memorial Day weekend. But Alexandria decided to play third wheel and came along. Weird. Huh? That's weird. Okay, that is yeah. weird. So Anastasia and Frederico, like, this, they tried to sneak away. This was supposed to be a secret couples thing. They tried to sneak away, but Alexandria caught wind of it, and she came along anyways. And this was a catalyst for one of the twins' notorious fights. I don't know. And Frederico, I'm sorry. How much do you love that name? It's a great name. I'm just... Yeah. He said the twins left without him at some point during the weekend, but returned and seemed to be much better. Frederico then realized that they had gone and bought alcohol because we know they had issues with the sauce. 
Federico said they were great people when they were sober, but the minute they started drinking, they were like Jekyll and Hyde. So Federico walked away to take a minute to calm himself down because he was upset. Anastasia went and bought alcohol. And when he returned from his adult timeout, the sisters had taken off again. You know what? He did the right thing. He was like, look, I'm pissed. They're belligerent. It's not going to help anything because they're drunk. They're not going to understand real logic. So I'm going to take a beat and I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk to him. Right. And maybe they'll sober up a little bit. You know, like he's, he's thinking like an adult. Right. And they're living their childhood fantasy of what, I don't even know what it is at this point. Right. (laughs) Okay. Exactly right. Yeah. So after they left the campsite, after Anastasia and Alexandra left the campsite, people said they saw the twins fighting and screaming in the car. Alexandra was driving. Oh, oh my God. Don't, don't drink and drive, guys. I don't know why I have to say that, but don't. Well, Anastasia was pulling Alexandra's hair and grabbing the steering wheel. Phenomenal. While the vehicle accelerated and disappeared from sight. <sighs> when the car was found, it had been driven off a 200-foot oceanside cliff. Anastasia was found dead in the back seat with severe head trauma, and Alexandria's legs were pinned against the steering column. Alexandria just had minor injuries, and Alexandria had booked a flight to mainland June 1st and changed it to June 3rd. Authorities said she was trying to flee the state, while her attorney said she was just planning to go back to New York and attend Anastasia's funeral. Okay, so they got into this crazy drunken fight, Mm -hmm. driving, which all of that's no good. Mm Mm-hmm. Anastasia, I'm assuming, was a. I'm assuming she got thrown in the back seat from the crash mm-hmm. when you fly off a 200 foot cliff. First mm-hmm. of all, I don't know how Alexandria is alive at this point at all. God bless. But like, okay, so then Alexandria is in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. Her sister's dead in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So instead of flying anywhere. Alexandria was arrested for arrested and charged with secondary murder yeah. of Anastasia because the prosecutors claimed that Alexandria never attempted to hit the brakes before going over the cliff. Oh, good. Yeah, fun. So, by late November, I think I have a typo and I don't know his real name. Barney. We're going to call him Barney because it can't be Byron. It can't be that. Barney Beaver... Bever, B-E-V-A-R, Alexandria's attorney had filed a motion to have the case dismissed, saying that the prosecution misled the grand jury and that Alexandria's defense is going, they're going with, ready? The crash was a tragic accident that left his client heartbroken. I mean, obviously they did the whole crime scene thing where they were like, where's the brake marks? There's no brake marks on this road. And when that happens, I don't think you got a leg to stand on there, sis. Oh, look, her attorney is, his name really is B-I-R-N-E-Y. I don't know how to say that. Let me see. B-I-R-N-E-Y. Birney? Birney. Birney Bever. Okay. Birney Bever. So, here's the thing, though. There was a van... Of people going on a Boy Scout trip that saw the twins. So Joseph Tolafoa, 
He was in the van going on the Boy Scout trip, and he saw the twins fighting in the car and saw the car speed up and go over the cliff. So how do you argue with Boy Scouts? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Literally, Scouts honor, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's written in, bitches. Yeah, Y'all done. Fucked up. You be fucked now. So during cross-examine, Bernie asked Joseph if he had turned around to see what happened after the car housed him. And I guess the twins were going in the opposite direction. So they're, the Boy Scout van's going this way and the twins are going that way. So he asked him if he turned around and... He said he looked back after he heard the twins' engine rev and saw the driver and passenger still fighting and the passenger pulling the driver's hair as she fought her off. When the car took off, it made a sharp left and went over the cliff. Dude, that's wild. Caissa Tevaga was also in the Boy Scout van and testified that the twins' car was stopped, blocking the tight road with their flashing lights and, pa- and the passenger was pulling the driving hair as the driver was crying as the van passed. So here's what I'm getting from the testimony. I think at first when the van was coming this way, their car was stopped with Mm -hmm. the lights flashing, kind of on the side of the road. It was a narrow road, like on a cliff. Yeah. And so the van was coming. So they then realized they were in the way and they sped past the Boy Scout van. Uh Uh-huh. And kept arguing. Yeah. And... And they actually had to take a sharp left off the cliff. Uh-huh. God, that's so, so Lawrence Lau was driving the Boy Scout van and testified to the same song and dance about what was happening in the car when they passed. I mean, you have same thing after same thing after same thing. If it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, it must be a motherfucking duck. Yep. So Lawrence... Seville was a Maui police officer who was at the scene, and he testified that the marks left behind on the road were consistent with the story that the car made a sharp left and accelerated over the cliff. So not only did they go over the cliff, they actually had to turn left to go over the cliff. So it wasn't like one of those things where it was like a straight shot and it was an accidental like... It was like a... No, you had to make a decision. Yes. Mm. And not only that, yes, they... There is reports that Anastasia was pulling on the steering wheel. But when you're in the passenger seat, we've all done it. When you put the steering wheel, it goes right. right. Correct. It goes towards you. You're not going to push it towards the left. You're going to pull it. Right. And if you're the driver trying to regain control, you're not going to pull enough to Mm -hmm. have it make a sharp turn. Yeah. And and that's U.S.-based cars, by the way. I know in U.K. it would be the opposite. Yes. But... We Heads do up. have a lot of out-of-country listeners. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking in the U.S. US. The, the steering wheel is on the left side of the car. Correct. So Wayne Sloggle, Sloggle, an accident reconstruction expert. Ooh, okay. I want to call this person and talk to him about all the stuff he's saying. Like, because that shit, I just, mm, how do you do this? What do you look for? You know, all that kind of stuff. Break, break fluid. I want to know everything. I want to know everything. So he claimed that the drop-off wasn't visible from the road, that a person had to stand at the edge and look over a short wall to see the huge drop-off, and that the raised dirt, which can act as a ramp and was responsible for the sharp left turn the car made that sent it over the cliff. Wayne said that the evidence showed that the driver had the steering wheel as a buffer and kept her from hitting... The windshield, but the passenger hit the roof and was tossed into the back seat when the car rolled. That, okay. 
Wayne was asked if he thought this was consistent with someone accidentally hitting the gas when they wanted to hit the brake. And he said he thinks it was consistent with someone trying to put on the brakes and hitting the gas with enough speed to go over the rock wall. Okay, so it could have been done by accident. Again, they were drunk. Yes. And they were fighting. And you're not paying attention what the fuck you're doing. And it's like you're just pressing pedals. So it could have... It could be an accident. And they've had knockdown drag outs before plenty of times. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, I could, I, okay, I could see that. Yeah. Yes. So Justin Mawalinola, another Maui police officer, testified that he went to the hospital to ask Alexandria for her next of kin so they could notify the family of Anastasia's death. And he said she was hysterical but not crying And showed lack of emotion that he could smell alcohol on her breath. And we all know everyone reacts and grieves differently. Yep. Justin brought Lonnie, Alexandria's boyfriend, into the hospital room. And Alexandria told Lonnie to shut up that he was talking too much in front of the police. Mm. I'm sorry. We all grieve differently, but we don't say that. No. If anything, it'd be like, tell him everything you know, because my sister's dead. Exactly right. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, also, she is drunk, so let's just reverse it and go, she's not in her right mind. So maybe she would be like, shut up, shut up, you don't know what you're saying. I would think that would sober you the, going over a cliff is going (laughs) to sober you the, dude, right the fuck up. As you're like supermanning off this fucking cliff, right? Aren't you like, oh shit. I think by the time you get to the hospital, you're fucking sober. Oh, 100%. You're, she was sober by that point. I mean, you may smell alcohol, but it doesn't mean you're still... You're fucking sober. Yeah. You're fucking sober. So, Frederico, Anastasia's boyfriend, testified as well because, hello, he was with them. Yes. Pre. And he told the judge that the twins would fight like men often. Ooh, shit. And there were punches thrown like they had martial arts training. Not only that, according to Frederico, after the accident, Alexandria asked him to wash her hair, and after she showered, she put on Anastasia's clothes. Okay, that's weird. Okay, I'm sorry. Wash her hair? I know. And then put on your sister's... Okay, that's creepy and weird. He also claims that she seemed to enjoy asking him to go with her to identify Alex Anastasia's body. Okay, that's weird. Ready for the weirdness? It gets weirder. More weirdness? Frederico had only met Anastasia 35 days before she died. And he lived in her Porsche after her death until the police impounded it. Oh, he was not in good place. He wasn't in a good place. That poor guy. I actually feel real bad for him. Like, I really do. That's, but that's weird. It, oh, it's weird as shit. But also, like, I mean, Hawaii is expensive. It's always been expensive, especially if you're not from there. And if you are from there, you're priced out. It's a whole thing. Anyway. But, like, God, I don't know what, poor, I don't know, man. Who knows what was going through his head? He may have been grieving. It may have been how he grieved. It may be just, like, I don't have a place to stay, and this is my only option. But he's I like, don't I don't want to live with that crazy bitch. Oh, fuck No. Yeah. There's that too. Absolutely right. Like I'm going back to that house. Who knows what the fuck she's going to do to me in the middle of the goddamn night? Exactly right. Absolutely not. Well, Alexandria Duvall knew what she was doing because she chose to have a bench trial. Oh yeah. That's a smart move, bitch. If you're not going to do an Alfred plea, a bench trial, depending on the judge, is not a bad idea. 
She was acquitted of murder. Damn. Damn. But here's the thing. That was a smart move for everybody's sake because it was, the evidence was circumstantial at best because of the reconstruction and everything else. saved her. Yeah. It could have, it could have gone either way with that jury. It really could have. I think a jury would have convicted her. (sighs) Yeah, probably. I think a jury would have convicted her. So she got off. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she's what, where is she now? I don't know. What? What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. We need tabs on this lady. Somebody put a feeler out. Somebody find her. <laughs> you see a white Porsche <laughs> with a lady in it. You're like, hey. I think she's driving a white Toyota now. Oh, God. I hope she's not driving anything if she's drinking. Well, hello. That is wild. I hope wild. she's in AA now or rehab. Oh, please, God. Please get help. Because, yeah, if you turn into a different person when you drink, like you literally legitimately cannot handle don't drink. It's okay. You're not missing out on anything. Trust me. Whew, especially now the hangovers. Oh my God. I do not miss that at all. I still drink, but Jesus, I, yeah, hangovers are the fucking worst, but it's not as bad as whatever the fuck happened there. I don't have anything on Google after 2018. Okay. Yeah. We've lost track of her guys. All right, squad, get out there and <laughs> make sure... <laughs> Check your neighbors. Make sure everybody's safe. Don't go to yoga if you don't know who that is. We live in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I don't know. So this one's weird. I think it could have... I think... I'm 50-50 on this one again. Damn, you did this to me last time with the Menendez. I'm 50-50 on this one. I really am. I think this could easily be a drunken brawl gone awry as much as it could have been like a fuck you. I think that... Allison slash Alexandria. The whole name change thing is fucking It's stupid. phenomenal. I think she was trying to kill them both. And she just happened to live. And she was like, okay, well then now I'm going to flip it and reverse it and make it this. Exactly right. Yeah? I mean, the other- I think that they both have mental health issues. Oh, that's obvious. From a very young age. And they dealt with it with alcohol, which a lot of people do. Alcohol, they self-medicated. Pills, yeah. Drugs, whatever. Yeah. Of course. And then they wanted a lifestyle that they couldn't lead- so they kept like trying to be right. that, you know, rich ass lifestyle. And I they, mean, I think yeah. if they had tried to have a yoga studio in a normal place and not in Bougieville, mm-hmm. the problem is they picked just bougie areas. And I think if they had never tried to do the whole like reality TV bullshit, I think they would have had success in Palm Beach. It's one of those things where... You, it's okay to be ambitious, but to be greedy is different. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. Right. To try to live outside your means and mm. be someone who you're not, it, which is what I think they were doing. Yeah. And I think that in the end, alcohol may have been their downfall no matter what. Oh, sure. Yeah. But it could have gone a different way. Very much a different way. And Sometimes, like, people, especially in this country, right? The U.S., we're all, like, everybody wants to be famous. Whatever kind of fame it is. From a shitty way of getting fame, killing people, to I want to be on a reality show, to whatever, right? I want to be a musician, a singer, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be recognized for your art or something like that. But 
our country's so addicted to it that people do shit like this to where they will do anything to be famous. What they will about, do anything okay. to be. You know how we were talking about like social media being the devil? Yeah. What about all these people on TikTok that are committing suicide? Oh, yeah. It's it's not just TikTok. It's pretty rampant right now in our country. Like a lot of people actually like in the IT space have started unfortunately to end their own lives because of being laid off. And then there's like these kids, I've read the story, at least I can't remember what college it is. Guys help me, but at least 10, 10 to I think 14 have taken their lives in college because of the high pressure, because they work full-time jobs. They can't afford college because they have to work a full-time job to afford college and they're under immense pressures. And it's just, we're in a pressure cooker in other words. So yeah. It's like, because I feel like every time I scroll through like news related stuff, it's like this TikTok quote unquote, I'm saying it in air quotes, star, whatever. Yeah. Creator is no longer with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is why social media is terrible. Yeah. Especially because like when you get monetized for views and likes and whatever else, that becomes your quest and your goal. And it kind of like puts together two things. Like humans want that social connection from other humans, but then it becomes how you make money. It turns into this, it can turn into this ugly beast of it eats you from the inside out. You know, it, and I'm just going to say this. You are worth more than likes And no matter what the fuck you're getting paid, it's, you are worth more here than no, and then not being here. I mean, no job, no nothing, no person is worth you not being here for. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's understandable though. It's totally understandable. I grew up in a different time. Yeah. For me, it is so hard to wrap my head around it because I, I'm not on social media like that. Yeah. Like, I deleted my TikTok because I'm like, I'm sucked. This is, I'm too much time on this. It's not worth it. Delete it. Like, you know, I have Facebook and Instagram, which I just randomly scroll through. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not posting on it all the time. And I don't care if people like my stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not because for likes. Because I'm from a different generation and a different mentality. Mm-hmm. So when I see these things, I'm like, how is this such an important thing in your life that snowballed to this for you? Yeah, it it's a lot of different things. Especially because imagine that's your income. And then imagine that People, I mean, the comments and shit like that also go to your income. So you have to engage with comments, good or bad. You have, it, it, it's, it's, like I said, it's a beast. It's a disgusting beast. Yeah, and I, I think that I don't, I'm I, with you. I think that I think it's terrible. It's awful. Completely I'm with you. I think that if we're going to really do this, we need to find a better way to social media. Let's be real. Like, there are some friends I don't have their cell phone numbers of that I only communicate via social media because that's like high school friends and shit. That's how we communicate. Yeah. But I, I myself have been like, I need to, 
I reduced my, because you know how the little time limits you can set on your phone, mm-hmm. reduced it from an hour to 45 minutes. I'm thinking about going down, down like 30, 15 minutes a day yeah. because I, I'm it's starting to, I'm just being inundated with shit yeah. that I'm like, I don't, what is this for? Like you said, I could be reading a book right now. I could be doing something productive. I could be going outside for a walk. I could be spending time with my significant other. I could be anything but being here kind of in this spiral and yeah. it's easy. It's I mean, easy to do. You know, and the things that come up on my social media, like on my Instagram right now, the things that come up are baby animals, love, <laughs> food. You know, it's created this own algorithm yeah. because that's what I've created on it. So it's not toxic things, I guess. Yeah, you know? but imagine if you had the opposite and I, it would start to feed you things. Yeah. Right? And this is also how people get radicalized. Because TikTok finds you, your, your people, quote unquote, mm-hmm. based on what you like, the comments you view, the things you view, all that. So it's real fucking easy to get radicalized because then you start to see people like yourself. And you think that's normal. Yeah. And you think that everyone sees that side of TikTok and they don't. Nope. And or Twitter has had some real fucking problems since Elon took away all the security measures. Same mm-hmm. thing. I mean, like all of these different corporations... I'm hoping are starting to realize that this is, this ain't it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that they're never going to realize that because they're getting monetized and they need money and they want money and they don't give a shit about yeah. anybody else. They will literally do not care about their those user are, base. Those are facts. Yeah. Those are all facts. So, so. we have to police our, ourselves is what I'm saying. We so have we to be able have to. have to be adults. Yeah. Yeah. And Including with, our children. And, you know, and the problem is the adults can't please themselves and adult themselves. So they're not adulting and pleasing their children. Correct. Because we've all been, it's a whole thing. (laughs) I could keep going. But no, I'm with you. It's honestly, I just think it's terrible and it makes me sad. Like it makes me super sad and I hate it because like, like I said, I'm from a different generation. So I didn't even have like Facebook until like everyone else had Facebook and like, what is this thing? Like I didn't have a MySpace, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, what is this thing? Like. Okay. And so it makes me sad that this is taking over people's lives. And like, I understand like you need money for your family, but why can't we have real jobs? Well, or the way that they get monetized be different because like, there's nothing wrong with being a creator. And if that's what you want, if you want to do a visual art, like get it, I don't give a shit. Dance away on TikTok, bitch. And like get a hundred million views and a hundred thousand dollars a month. If you want fucking thumbs up. But it's also like there's no responsibility behind it because, okay, let's just say you go from making nothing and to $100,000 in a month. Do you know how to manage your money? I sure shit wouldn't. I'd be like, I'm going to fucking Fiji for a month. Bye, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Our pod hubbies would manage our money. Oh, yeah. But, but imagine if you were 20. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. No, you wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, it just, I just don't. This oh, yeah. This is why I say it's the devil, because I've been seeing, and it's like, and it's not 20-year-olds. Yes. It's people that have children and spouses. Right. And I'm like, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm also going to say this. The mental health of our country is abysmal. It's abhorrent. And it's, it, it goes beyond gun control situation. I'm oh, talking about, yeah. like, yeah, just no. in, in, in general, in in our country right now, like I said, the pressure cooker thing is very fucking real. I it's, have, it's a problem. I have seen like talk space and 
Talkatree, mm-hmm. I've seen that they accept like insurance now, which I don't think in the beginning that they did. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Absolutely. Because I think I looked into it like a while back and they didn't take insurance. And so it's like, I can't afford $250 a month or what the fuck ever it yeah. was. To, to talk to somebody about my mental health. Right. Which is like important. It's just as important. I would say even more important than your physical health. Because guess what happens when your brain isn't working right? Your body doesn't work right. But I think I've seen like those things now take insurance, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing because it now makes it mental health help more available to people because those type things is much easier than trying to make an appointment during the day once a week. Because how many jobs are going to let you off work once a week during the day? Versus, okay, cool. I can do a virtual meeting during my lunch hour for an hour, right? Mm -hmm. Every first Monday of the month or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. That's totally different. I'm with you. I think that and like a couple of the resources have started to come to the forefront with things like that. I would hope that there are more coming up that even offer like free or very low like $10 services or something like that because... Or, Not everybody has insurance. That's the other thing. Have you ever tried, if you've ever tried to get an appointment with a therapist, it is very difficult. Dude, I did actually. Like a psychiatrist, like a like a PhD person. Holy shit, they're like booked months out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. So what if I was having like a crisis like right the fuck now? You have to go to the hospital and then you know what happens? Mm-hmm. They hold you. 72 hour hold, baby. Although, don't get me wrong. Doesn't sound bad sometimes. I'm like, you know what? Just keep me here, please. Just Sounds take care like of me for three days. Shit. You I gonna mean, bring me food? God. Like it is. And stick me with an IV. Give oh, me a little yeah. hydrated. Exactly right. I mean, honestly, I uh, text nine eight eight guys. Please take care of yourselves. Like legitimately, it does matter. You do matter. I mean, it's just wild. That that case was very interesting. So I referenced the Duvall twins like a couple of episodes ago and you're like, I've never heard of them. I'm like, oh, got an episode. (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. To make a note. Yeah. Love it. I was like, got it. And check. (laughs) Check in that box. I didn't realize that she wasn't convicted, though, until I got to the end. I'm like, oh, bitch got off. I'm like. I like bench trials. She knew what she was doing. Her lawyer lawyered for her. Yes, definitely. I mean, again, it's, it's we, can, we so all have wild. our own opinions. Yep. I, our own thoughts and feelings. I think she was trying to take them both out. I hope she is getting mental help. Like you said, I hope she is mm-hmm. in some sort of AA or whatever program because rehab, a lot of rehabs, when you go to rehab, they address your mental health along with your substance abuse because it goes hand in hand. Of course. That's why I say like your mental health is, I would say more important than your physical health sometimes because they do correlate. You're, if you're not feeling well in your mind, you can have physical symptoms and not just like I'm going to self-medicate with drugs or alcohol or whatever, but like physically be ill physically have problems like look at it, it does happen a mm-hmm. lot yes take care of yourselves out there guys i'm gonna have a star mom for us today whoop, whoop. Ooh, ooh. and and just so y'all know okay so i just wanted to like caveat something so there's this new thing called like star children or some shit it's like something weird that the alt-right has like co-opted is like you're a star child and you're like special and all this weird shit 
When we say they like star children or star moms, we are not referring to that. I just no. Wanna, we call them treasure children. Treasure children. Star mom. Trophy yeah. dad. Nothing to do with the well, right space. I just want to caveat that. Um, I just realized. And we've been saying this for two years now. Yeah. So we got it first. All right. Eh. Suck this dick. Pretty much. <laughs> A little bit of background first before we get into our star mom today. Headed to Brazil which is one of the five largest mineral producers in the world, with the Amazon rainforest being the main target for this mineral mining. Deforestation between 2005 and 2015 has caused almost 3 million acres to be destroyed. And in 2019, the previous presidential administration under Bolsonaro, a Trump wannabe in Brazil, took away the... I love that for you Brazilians. Oh, they loved it. They absolutely... I'm being satirical. They fucking hated him. They took away the environmental protections and even proposed legislation to increase the mining going on in the Amazon oh, region. Oh, that's great because we don't need rainforest, no. just like we don't need an ozone. Oh, no, we don't need that. We don't need oceans either. That's totally fine. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, and that was all for profit. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, of what course, matters money. more? We need money. We need money. Mm-hmm. See, the problem is that the Amazon rainforest is the Earth's lungs, providing 20% of our planet's oxygen to to billions of trees absorbing carbon dioxide. It's also home to 3 million species of plants and animals. Kind of need it there, guys. No, we don't stop it. We need corporate profits. Of course we do. How else are we going to get shoved up the rear? (laughs) And what's more, people live in the Amazon rainforest region? No. What? 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 Why? Why do people live there? That's stupid. The Saure Moibu Indigenous Territory contains 439,000 acres inside the rainforest along the Tapajos River. One of the indigenous communities is the Munduruku people. Because they are not formally recognized by the Brazilian government. Of course not. Right. I mean, why would they be? Why? And they're not a protected group. They are under constant threat of losing their lands to cattle ranching, logging, and mining. Enter our hero, Alessandra. Weird that you had A names, because her name actually is Alessandra. That is her actual name. She's not fleeing from prosecution. (laughs) Cora Munduguru, who grew up with her tribe in the area. I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to change my name to... Oh, what did I change my name to? Oh, God, what was that? You had a name. Shit. May? Was I May? I think or were you May? No, I'm Marty. Was I May? I think so. Something like that. I don't remember. God, I don't either. I'm sorry. I'm brain fog. I drank since then. <laughs> Me too. Not today. Uh, good. That's awesome. Yet. <laughs> I'm not drinking today. So, Alessandra was born in 1985 in the village of Praia do Indio. From a young age, she was very interested in politics and wanted to be a part of the tribal council meetings, which at the time were only meant for the men of the tribe. I mean, how many children anywhere go, you know, it'd be a great career for me, politics. Yeah, that's a totally chill thing to do. And not, exactly. Exactly. (sighs) Yeah, she was already like, hey, I'm seeing the forest for the trees. Pun intended there. She was a teacher. She was an early childhood teacher from 2014 to 2015. Of course she was. While remaining active in her community's issues in the region. What else is going to make her more perfect than being a fucking early childhood teacher? Childhood teacher. 
She eventually realized that things were getting worse as her people started to lose their lands, and she decided to go all in on her activism. She moved to Santorem in 2019 to go to college and study law at the Federal University of Western Para to get ready to battle for her people and lands using what is called the Parawat, the white people's tools against them. I am sorry. Politician, early childhood education teacher, and a lawyer. What did you do this year? Not any of that. I wish. And I didn't get a law degree like Kim K did because I don't have money like that. Yeah, I can't pay for my diploma. Yeah. Alessandra was the first woman to lead the Pariri Indigenous Association, which is similar to, in Texas, the Karankawakadla that I talked about in a previous episode, where it brings together 10 villages in the middle Tapajos region. One of the issues they face is high mercury levels. So I had looked this up because I was like, I don't know fuck about mining. I don't know anything. Mercury is used in mining to recover minute pieces of gold that are mixed in the soil and sediment. Gold is then extracted by vaporizing the mercury to retain just the gold. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be like breathing in or eating mercury no. in the soil, the foods you eat. That's why we don't have those thermometers anymore. Yeah. Some of the side effects of mercury poisoning include tremors, kidney damage, breathing difficulties, chronic brain damage, and of course, death if you have too much mercury in you. Like, thing with mercury is is even if you touch it once it is absorbed into your body for fucking ever that's it it's in your body forever so if you're constantly being like introduced to mercury it builds up in your system a study was carried out in her lands and six out of ten participants had mercury levels above the safe limit there is a safe limit because your body does produce natural mm-hmm she denounced the exploitation and poisoning of her people due to mining activities in the area. Obviously. Because she was like, we're being fucking poisoned, guys. This is insane. Then she was like, they took on a hydroelectric plant that was going to be built in the area, and that got suspended. Here's why. She saw dead fish near the dam, and the company claimed that they would bring, you know, jobs and health care and schools, and instead they got pollution. I mean, they were not going to bring any of those things. Any multi-billion dollar company that says they're going to bring those things to you are lying. Oh, yeah. Remember our toll roads? It's going to create so many jobs. How many toll booths have a person in them right now? Zero. Correct. Instead, we have to pay by mail. And guess what? It's extra to pay by mail. Just get a toll tag and it's to save you. And guess what happens? They misappropriate the money in your account and it's... A whole thing. Do not get a text tag Do if not. you live in Texas. Get a North Texas Toll Authority tag. NTTA tag. They know I what the hell they're I just put one on my car. Hell yeah. She started bringing in her people's plight to the forefront and defending and protesting their land's demarcation against the major government projects that threatened to overtake her community and the rainforest. Because of this, in 2020, she received the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Award for defending, quote, indigenous rights, especially in the struggle for the demarcation of indigenous territories and against large projects that affect indigenous lands and traditional territories in the Tapajos region. John Kerry, which was the Secretary of State at the time under Obama, no, excuse me, Biden, even gave the keynote speech at her awards ceremony stating, quote, the Munducru tribe of Brazil are warriors in many different ways. They have actively resisted the constant, violent, illegal, and sometimes state-sponsored pressure from loggers and miners to exploit their lands. Alessandra, you spoke and continue to speak the truth to power. Of this award, she said, quote, the award is not just for me. It is for the struggle of the Mundrukuru people and other people who ask for help, who cry out, but are not heard. 
At the time, she was also assisting in minimizing the impact of COVID among her people. Because 2020. Of course she was. Because again, like... Being indigenous, you don't have a hospital and a strip mall no. and like all these things. You don't like have a, the you know, express med to like no. shove the stick up your nose. No. So she was like finding ways to get the test done and like make sure people are safe in her community. She has received death threats and people have invaded her home and robbed her. Yes, because that makes sense. Because... Why are people shitheads? Well. Like, for real. Like, wh- why? What are we doing here? German federal deputies, Germany, even petitioned Bolsonaro directly to provide her with protection, stating that human rights defenders were not okay. protected under his regime. When Germans tell you you're a shithead. You fucking up. <laughs> you be fucking up. There's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Her most recent conquest was against... I'm not kidding about this name of this corporation because it is like spot on. The Anglo-American Mining Company. Wow, guys. Might as well just called it like the Colonizers Mining Company. Like seriously. But hey, at least they they the knew what Americans they were doing. hate you mining company. Yeah, seriously. They had 13 mining research applications in the Mundukru territory alone. She raised the alarm about this to her elders, chiefs, and healers, and asked for their guidance. The Manduruku people would patrol the area to measure the levels of deforestation occurring. And then in December 2020, 200 participants and 45 chiefs published an official declaration against any further mining activity of the Amazon to stop this deforestation. She then crafted an open letter to the Anglo-American Mining Company asking for the withdrawal of the permits... They disputed her request and she fired back, demanding the immediate withdrawal of the permits again, stating, we are here and we will continue here. Anglo-American out. The people will continue to resist. So she's basically like, fuck around and find out. Come at me, bitch. And they're going to find out. Oh, yeah. They, this gained her even more media attention because she's going up against like a corporation, which people don't do, which we all need to. Guess what? There's more of us than there are of them. Mm-hmm. And she even partnered with Greenpeace and Amazon Watch to draw as much attention to this issue as possible. Her hard work paid off, and in May 2021, Anglo-American announced a commitment to withdraw 27 approved mineral research permits in indigenous territories, including 13 in her region. They even officially informed the Brazilian government of their intentions. So it sounds like they are going to be not doing these things. However, what concerns me is the commitment to withdraw. Not the withdrawal. Yeah, they didn't actually do it. They just yeah. said, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. But them saying to the government that they're gonna do it makes me feel like it's a little more official. Like, That's like me telling my husband, yeah, I'm gonna do the laundry today. <laughs> Today's the day. And he's like, uh-huh, waiting on them socks. And you're like, yep. <laughs> yep, you're gonna have clean underwear on Tuesday. One of these days. I didn't say which Tuesday. <laughs> Next Tuesday, how about that? <laughs> Following this... Other dominoes fell from other mining companies like Vale, where they withdrew their prospecting permits on indigenous lands. As of 2022, there were no current mining applications in indigenous territories. And for this, Alessandra won the 2023 Goldman Environmental Prize, which is basically like the Environmental Peace Prize. Oh. Yeah. Then Bolsonaro was defeated by Lula, the new president, who placed 
Joanna Wapichana, an indigenous woman, is the head of the agency protecting the Amazon rainforest and its people. Of course that's what should happen. Fuck yeah, because they know the land. They know what should and shouldn't be there. They've lived there their whole fucking life. Exactly right. Makes sense. There is more progress to be made, but this is a huge step in the right direction. Alessandro has two boys and is still fighting the good fight, and she is the head of the Munduruku Warrior Women. Of course she is. So when I said fuck around and find out, they probably would have fucked around and found the fuck out. Yeah. She would have blow darted their ass right between the eyes. So that's for you, Alessandra. She kept coming up on speaking to Instagram feeds and I was like, who is this woman? So I like had to like text it to myself to remember to do her, you know, because memory. And uh, yeah, she was, as more I got into it, I was like, this woman is insanely amazing. I love her. So she's our star mom and I love her. Yeah. You just wait till you see some of the people I got. Oh, I can't wait. Because you know, I've pre-written couple weeks 14 episodes by now sitting at home yeah i got some time on my hands y'all it's nice though right because you're like ah i mean i'm getting a little bored yeah that's fair i get that i'm gonna go target and buy that fishbowl <laughs> you're like i'm getting this fishbowl fucking drink container if it it's kills me so cute it is cute it has it's it's a fishbowl and on the straw has a fish I kind of like the flamingo one, but I'm kind of like half and half on it. I don't Which know. one do you want? Because I'm going to get you. I don't know. The pineapple, I'm like, eh, on. Maybe the flamingo. The flamingo's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that'll be your hot cast drink cup. <laughs> and I'll take the fishbowl drink cup. That's it does look we'll... like it holds more. So maybe I should get the fishbowl. That's what we'll drink out of when we podcast now. Ooh. Nice. <sighs> that was a good episode. Yeah, we try. <laughs> We hope you guys enjoy this. We really do enjoy doing it. And yeah, it was fun. And on that note, we'll see you. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday.